What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, December 17th, 2015, and you guys are listening to episode number 238. Um, it's an early Thursday, so this one's kind of on time. I mean, this one's close. It's uh, it's an early Thursday. I am a little under the weather, everybody, so last night would not have been a good time for me to do this show because, uh, yeah, just kind of, I'm kind of done from everything for a while. Uh, I mean, um, I had a long run for a while, and I'm kind of done for a little bit here. I have a little bit of break at home. I think this shit caught up with me, where my body was just like, all right, enough, it's time to relax, and then I got a little bit sick. Luckily, went to the doctor, got my flu shot, and I don't have the flu, so I think it's just maybe weather change, run down, combination of everything, but either way, you fuckers are getting this thing early on Thursday, so it's uh, it's close. I'm not even going to say this one is late. This one's close. I hope everybody's doing good. Don't mind me taking pauses in between. I am just sipping on some kind of immune-building uh, tea, which I was told at one of those fucking shops to get, so uh, that's what I'm doing here. Got a great episode 238 for you guys, so sit back, relax. Enjoy the show wherever you may be, you know, on your treadmill, in a car, going to work, in your cubicle, whatever's going on right now on this rainy, dark, it's like just as dead, it's got that gray, you know, really, it's got that look like, listen, it's going to be bad for a while, and I heard that it is, and you guys know if you've been listening to the show enough, nobody loves bad weather like myself, um, it's just the best when, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I like those sunny days, but I love, I love some fucking, you know, look outside, don't want to do anything, lazy days, uh, I love the rain, and I love when it's dark early on in the day, I don't know why, does it mean it's a depressing thing, I don't necessarily think so, maybe it's depressing for you, for me, I fucking like it, I like to wake up. It's like it's like almost like that's what the real world is. Listen, life's not that great. It's a little hard sometimes. That's what the weather is. I said that out in, uh, where was I, Minnesota or one of those places. Cold, you know, sometimes rainy. And I'm like, you know what I like about this? This is real life. This is reality. This is like, yeah, it's not always that great. And uh, this weather here is going to remind you of it. Can't always be great, everybody. Can't always be peaches and cream. You know, can't always be uh, just awesome, nice. Sometimes you need the fucking pain to get you stronger, to toughen you up. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but let's get into this episode here. Um, But first, before we get into TVE, episode 238, got to shout out the uh, sponsor. Shout out to sponsor, gonzofame.com. Go to gonzofame.com for the best, most in-depth interviews with your favorite comedians of today. Um, maybe some of your favorite comedians of yesterday, maybe some of your favorite comedians that you don't even know about yet in the future. That's what Dave Gavry over there in Chicago does. Um, and I have a special shout out that I wanted to give Dave. Okay. Um, now for you people that don't know, Dave Gavry is a comedian from Chicago who started Gonzo fame. Okay. He started Gonzo fame, uh, and He's a good dude. He's a funny dude. He actually came out and did a guest spot when I um, 
was in um, Indianapolis. Uh, and I won't forget that weekend because that's the weekend a fucking Miller Light bottle got thrown at my my head. And if I wasn't as athletic and talented as I am physically, I would have probably gotten smashed in the head. But that's not going to happen to the kid because I I got what uh, the late great Chris Farley said in Tommy Boy: "Cat-like ref- reflexes, uh, rest his soul." But Dave Gavry is coming up. On on a, well, he did. He already did it. Um, he was coming up on it, but he hit seven hundred times on stage for the year. Okay, so think about that. You know, the ride the that that is. Like, I'll be honest with you. I've never heard of that before. In all the time that I've been doing comedy and everything like that, you know, once you hear a comedian gets to like 200 and something, close to, you know, 300 and over, you know. And listen, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, those aren't all real shows because, you know, mics, and it doesn't matter. The bottom line is the dude stood on a stage and held a microphone and told jokes into it 700 times this year, that's over two times, I'm bad with fucking math, but you guys could figure it out, it's over two times a night, every single night of the year, over, it's like, that's incredible, so congratulations to you, uh, Dave Gavry, it's been a pleasure having you um, work with the Verzi Effect, and uh, it's been a nice, great, consistent, um, you know, thing. You know, sometimes sponsors come and go. Sometimes sponsors, you know, it's not the right fit. Sometimes sponsors, you know, I've had a few incidents with sponsors. Sometimes sponsors don't fucking pay and you have to go through something with them. Uh, Sometimes sponsors, uh, you know, are great and and faithful and and keep their word and do all that stuff. And that's exactly what's been uh, going on here with Gonzo Fame. So... I uh, really ask everybody who listens to the show, <clears throat> excuse me, to check out Gonzo Fame. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to do this fucking plug. I'm sick. I got this tea. Go to GonzoFame.com. Support Dave Gavry. Um, and when he came to uh, when he came to Indy from Chicago, he was funny as hell in a guest spot, and um, it was uh, a great time. And and the dude is um, the dude's making moves. So. Um, Check out his interviews, man. He's got great interviews on there. I did one. A ton of comedians. Doug Stanhope, Big J. Okerson did a recent one. It's just a great, great uh, website if you're a comedy nerd. Also, go to allthingscomedy.com, uh, and you can see all the, your your favorite podcasts on there. The Verzi Effect is on there. Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast is on there. Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank is on there. I mean, there's just so there's so many uh, Lawhead's Chords on there. Jason Lawhead. There's so many... Uh, amazing podcasts on there. You would never, ever have an hour go by without listening to one if you want. And they also are a great record label for comedy albums, which they were the, uh, you know, label for Paul Verzi Night at the Stand, uh, which is available now in hard copy. I also want to thank everybody who ordered it. And orders will be going out today and tomorrow. So if you ordered it and uh, I did get your messages that you guys said you wanted it signed, so I will sign uh, I will sign them for you. Thank you so much. Uh, be honest with you, the orders are coming in fast. So 
Uh, looks like I will be ordering more CDs and uh, posters. Thank you guys so much, man. The Verzi Effect um, posters, I think, are so fucking classy looking and cool. They're just, they're simple, yet it just says what the show is. It's fucking awesome. It's a microphone in the middle. It's got hashtag unacceptable on the bottom. It says TVE on the top. It's fucking awesome. They really are awesome for five bucks. And uh, I'm going to frame one and put it in my office. And, and, and I'll, I'll try to take a picture of it so you guys could see it and post it up on social media. But thank you for the people that ordered it. And your orders will be going out. Uh, things are a little slow with the orders going out just because of the holidays. But every single person who went on there ordered it on PayPal off my website. You will be getting your stuff that you ordered. So no, uh, no worries there. Um, we're, we're working on that this week for you. Okay. But I know next week's Christmas and all that stuff, but we're working on it. Trust me. Um, all right, let's get into the show. Everybody, um, a couple of things. I made a couple of mistakes. <clears throat> I made a couple of mistakes and, uh, the couple of mistakes were I ate a Popeye's chicken and then the next day took my son to the dentist and after and before we went to the dentist, he was hungry. I was hungry, and uh, ate at KFC. So I did back to back days. All right, of just fucking awful fast food, and I love chicken. But those are the two that I'll go to. I love uh, Popeyes, and I love KFC if it's done right. These just the the, the 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 Popeyes was like a rest area. So it was like one of those quick ones next to like a fucking Nathan's and a Starbucks and a place where you could buy t-shirts with whatever state you were driving through and shitty sunglasses. So I don't know if that Popeyes, you know, if I should give that Popeyes as much shit just because it was like, it was almost like, come on, man, this is not fucking Popeyes. This is like the Roy Rogers of Popeyes, if that makes any sense. Um, the KFC was a regular standalone KFC and, um, it was, it wasn't bad, but it's just, something's not, I gotta tell you the best, I'm going to talk chicken here for a second, everybody. Okay. The best fast food chicken places I have ever been to in my life. Hands down. It's not even close is Zaxby's. If you guys haven't had a Zaxby's, Zaxby's chicken is the fucking best fast food chicken. It's mainly in the South, I believe, but I believe more are coming. I hope to God it survives and comes to the East Coast. It is fucking phenomenal. Zaxby's, the sandwiches, the fucking tenders, just the way the chicken is, is the best. Also, not going to lie, Chick-fil-A crushes it. Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's, to me, have totally topped anything that KFC has done, anything that KFC has ever fucking done, all right, I know the KFC, you know, mashed potatoes isn't bad, and the, you know, and the mac and cheese, but it's, it's not, I mean, that's, go to Zaxby's, and Zaxby's looks like a restaurant when you go, it's fucking awesome, so I say Zaxby's, Chick-fil-A, if you guys know of any other good chicken spots, I'll tell you what, White Castle's Chicken Sandwich. They got one chicken sandwich. I forgot which one it is. Really good. Really good, actually. Um, so, ate the KFC. Ate the Popeyes. All right. Then, 
I went to, I also had a couple of Diet Cokes. I started to really slip on the diet for like three days. Go to my doctor to give blood and to do a follow-up on my last physical. And I gained a couple of pounds and I was like, the fucking Popeyes and that fucking KFC. Why did you do it, you dick? There's no reason to do it. You know, you ever just, and in the moment you're like, you ever lie to yourself? I swear to God, I was lying to myself. I was literally dipping a fucking tender, a chicken finger, whatever, in like a fucking pasty, creamy, hot buffalo sauce, biting it going, this isn't that bad for me. This isn't that bad. Other than the bread, other than the grease that it was fucking sitting in to cook, other than the probably the over butter and salt salted that it is, other than this fucking pasty sauce that's spicy and all that stuff, other than all that shit, other than the flour and all that shit and the batter, this isn't that bad, and I'm just fucking eating it, and I did it two days in a row, like, what am I doing, fucking relapsed, man, relapsed, then the other day, my kids, I started eating a fucking ice cream cone, and my kids are like, daddy, can we share it with you, and I was like, please do, and I kept giving them bites, I'm like, what am I doing, I fucking slipped, but I'm back. I'm back because I went to the doctor. I saw that I gained a few pounds. And I was like, nope, not doing it. I was doing good. I was down the right path. And this is when, see, this is the, see, folks, this is what I was talking about with dieting. This is when you nip it in the bud. You nip it in the bud when you go two, three pounds over. You don't fucking start when you're like, ah, fuck, I slipped. I'm, I'm 21 pounds over. I said, you don't do it then. Because then you've already entered fucking fatty territory, you're already, you're in the fat zone now, key is to stay out of the fat zone, and right when you start to border it, or you get near it, you gotta nip the shit in the bud, okay, so that's what I'm doing right now, if I was talking to a therapist, I would just look him in the eye, and he'd be happy with what I said, or she'd be happy with what I said, I'd go, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the Popeyes and the KFC thing behind me, you know, you can't live in the past. Couple bites of an ice cream cone. I'm done. I'm done. I'm back on the right track. I'm drinking tea now. All right. As soon as I, this cold goes away, I'm going to go over to the track. I'm going to start running. I'm going to get it right back. And I'm going to be happy and healthy this Christmas and New Year's as opposed to saying, oh, it's Christmas. I'm going to go get another bucket of chicken. So. That's that's what's going on now. It's it's all I'm going no carbs, I'm going teas, I'm going liquids, I'm coming back. Three pounds is all it took, people. Three pounds. And I said, no, nope. and I could see the shit. I could see the three pounds. So I'm back. I'm back. And I'm coming back with a vengeance right now. Um But I fucking love I love don't how great is anything boneless buffalo? Oh my God. I want to dip a slice of pizza in fucking hot sauce and then dip the pizza, which already has the sauce and cheese and now hot sauce on it, and then dip that in fucking blue cheese. What is it about blue cheese and hot sauce? It's one of the greatest fucking combinations ever. So, I, uh, but I'll tell you what, I haven't st- stayed away from candy. Because if I would have went off on candy that week, it would have been bad. 
Popeyes is fucking disgusting, and so is KFC. It really is. They need to step up their game. And all these places, speaking of chicken, or I'm going to get off the chicken thing, but you know what? It's been a chicken week for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about it. One thing I don't like about it is, even including in, in uh, Chinese and Japanese restaurants, I know that too. You notice that, every, that it's it's always over-breaded, and you got to fight through the fucking fried bread and all that stuff, and, and the breadcrumbs or whatever, just to get to some meat. I don't like that. The fucking chicken finger of Popeye's, I had to like pull off what looked like fucking extra limbs, and all it was was just extra fried fucking bread. You know, I want lightly, lightly breaded real white chicken. Zaxby's, everybody. No, they're not sponsoring the show, okay? I say cunt on the show. I don't think a fast food place is going to do that. All right, I talk about how I don't want to vote. I say bad words. No, I'm just telling you, go there. Matter of fact, if Zaxby's heard my show, they'd be like, listen, we appreciate it, but you can, you, can, you not, can you not mention us? We don't want... <laughs> just too much bread. My wife ordered this like peppercorn Szechuan chicken from this great restaurant by us. I love their sushi. And I was eating some of it for leftovers because my wife takes two bites of an entree. And then it's in my refrigerator. So I open the thing up and I start biting it and I'm like, it's just all fucking bread. And I'm not trying to shit on Asians or Asian culture, but they fuck. I'm telling you something right now. Nobody fucks people over with money when it comes to food more than fucking Asians. We know what they do. 20 pounds of fucking rice, carrots and onions and peppers. All their money goes to onions, peppers, fucking rice, carrots. Any That's all fucking bullshit. And that's why when you call them up and you're like, I want extra, they kind of like hesitate and panic. And the first thing, no, it's going to be more. It's going to be more. I know it's going to be more. I want fucking meat. I'm hungry. I want meat. I want to eat. Okay? I don't want 50,000 fucking peppers and carrots and, 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 and onions. Nobody wants that. Everybody knows what you're doing. And you get the bag at home and it's hot and steamy and it's heavy and you're like, wow, they're generous. And you open it up and it's fucking three pounds of rice, 15 cut up onions. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. People need to start demanding more meat. I went to the shawarma place the other day after I did Bobby Kelly's podcast, which, by the way, I'm telling you right now, the next time you see my name on a Bobby Kelly podcast, which we did one for YKWD, we did it. I think it comes out on, um, I think it comes out in two weeks or whatever. It was one of the funniest times I've ever had on a podcast. But anyway... We go to this shawarma place afterwards, and uh, they were really generous with the meat. They opened up the pita, and they kept scraping the lamb and scraping the lamb. They put only a little bit of lettuce and onion in it, and they just fucking loaded it up with meat and give you a fork because they know you got to eat the meat with the fork because it's coming out of the pita. It's like, that's generous. That's what you need. You know, Chinese food, Japanese food places get their shit together. That's how they get you. I could see them sitting there going, you want to know how you get the Americans? Rice. Just fucking keep giving them rice. They love fucking carbs. Just keep giving them rice. And listen, I don't mind. It's nice to have meat over rice sometimes with a good sauce. I get it. But it's too much vegetables. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, let's go back to the chicken. Lightly breaded. Lightly breaded. 
but who's kidding who? You can't go to any fast food place. You can't go to any fast food place and get anything good. Chicken, you know. I like to get my own cutlets, bread them lightly. And lemon on everything. You know what's funny is I know there's people listening to this podcast right now that are 100% going to find a chicken place for lunch. There's d- absolutely no doubt somebody's going, fuck it, dude. I just got to get buffalo sauce and dip chicken into something. I have to. I have no choice. And I don't blame you. I would do the same. Fuck. Don't you hate when you're drinking tea or coffee and you get to like the last quarter of it and it just gets fucking cold? It goes from steaming hot to comfortably warm to fucking ice cold and disgusting at the end. Son of a bitch. And I don't even have a backup right now, but I could always I could always pause it. I mean, you know. You guys won't feel a thing. All right. Took my son to the dentist. And one of the funniest things is watching a little kid watch the dentist open up like the bag of tools they're going to use. They just look over at it like, what the fuck? It's, 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 and uh, it, it was awesome. No cavities. He's doing great. And my teeth, I need to go to the dentist. Because you never know when you have, you ever know. That you got that one something wrong with one of your teeth. Like there's one tooth I got in the back on the left. There's definitely something wrong. 100% no doubt there's definitely something wrong. And I'm like, fuck. You know, I just know. I don't care about the money. I don't care about what it's going to cost. I give a fuck about. I don't like being numbed up in my fucking jaw when they stick that thing in the thing. I don't like the drilling in the teeth and the, the smell of the fucking, you know... The smell of the tooth being like shaved. Like I know I need work on this tooth. This tooth either needs to be pulled, replaced, or like gutted out and filled, root canal, whatever. I know that's going to happen with this tooth. And I'm fucking just dreading going. I hate the numb feeling afterwards when you come back. And you're like, no, no, by 3 o'clock you'll be fine. You could eat and you just feel, your fucking face feels fake and like rubber. I fucking hate it. I didn't mind the dentist before, and now I just hate going. I just hate laying there with your mouth open, and the guy's talking, and he's like, you know, trying to make small talk, and some lady's got a hose in your fucking mouth, suction cup in your tongue, and, and they start talking, and they, like, forget you're there, and they're like, oh, no, you're doing great, you're doing great, and you just fucking just suck. The whole experience of the dentist sucks. It does. And then they tell you the same thing. You know, you floss and brushing every day? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that didn't stop this fucking tooth from getting a hole in it. But then again, maybe it's me. I, I eat candy. Alright? I'm in my fucking 30s and I eat candy like I'm a fucking 10-year-old. So I deserve whatever. I deserve whatever's happening. When I was 11 years old, I went to the dentist and they looked at my mom like she was an awful mother and they said, your son has seven cavities. When I was 11 years old, I had seven fucking cavities. (laughs) So I've just had work done and then I did really, really well for years and now I have this one fucking tooth. I bet you I only have one issue, but it's not going to be a good one. I hate that shit. Let's get into, oh, a couple things, and I have to I have to say this. I'm going to try to plug it at the end, but I want to say it now before I forget. Tomorrow, everybody, tomorrow, December 18th, please tune in to Netflix, Bill Burr's F is for Family premieres, his animated series, which I know how hard he's been working on. It's called F is for Family. 
All six episodes will be available on Netflix to my premieres tomorrow. It's getting amazing reviews. Hollywood Reporter gave it amazing reviews. New York Times gave it amazing reviews. Um, there was we showed a trailer of it. As a matter of fact, it was an honor to announce a trailer on at Madison Square Garden. Check it out. It comes out tomorrow on Netflix. Please support my friend Bill Burr, who's uh, you know not only uh, one of the best comedians ever. But he's also one of the best people ever. One of the best individuals I've ever met in my life. One of the best human beings. Honestly, I'm not even just saying that. The guy is um, one of the hardest workers. He's the best. And, you know, for everybody out there, and I really mean this. For everybody out there who is talking about, man, times are crazy right now. And I wish there was a show that was fucking more honest and, and didn't pander. And was just fucking real and real fucking America and what it was and what it should be. That's what F is for family is. So please, this is I, I really feel this show is going to do amazing. I think it's a, an amazing time in the country for a show like this. I'm not even kidding. So check that out tomorrow. Uh, F is for family. Uh, all right. I got, I got two unacceptables. I got two unacceptables. One is fucking hilarious and the other one is annoying. The hilarious one will not be considered my official unacceptable for episode 238. My annoying one will be. Alright? Because the annoying one is funny and it's going to kind of show how crazy I am to you people. Alright? But I'll, I'll do the funny one first. So, the other night I am... Oh, I might sneeze. I might sneeze. Hold on. Thought I was going to, but I didn't. All right. So the other day, um, I'm in the city, and I'm at the stand. And um, I'm standing outside there, just waiting. And I noticed that my phone is dead, and I was in the city for something early and just had to stay the whole day because I had to do, like, so I had, like, all these hours to kill in the in the city. So I'm like, fuck, man, what am I going to do? I got a meeting then I have something else to do. It's going to be a long day. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll smoke a cigar. I'll, you know, sit in my car. I'll, you know, all these different things. And then finally, um, I'm like, all right, there's two hours to the show. I'll smoke a cigar outside the club for like an hour. And then I'll go inside. I'll eat and I'll wait for the show. Now, during this process, my cell phone's dead. And my watch needed to be like with the right time. So now I don't know what time it is, but I know that I'm still far out. But anyway, what time it was as far as me needing to go somewhere and do something is irrelevant. What it really was, was I just needed to, uh, I want to know, you know, I just want to know what time. Hey, fucking, wh why the fuck can't I get this out? I want to know what time it was. I need to know what time it was. My fucking phone was dead. So. I'm start looking around for people to ask. And when you're in the city and you're looking around, you kind of got to size people up and be like, ah, oh, that's going to be too much for that person to handle. That person's going to be fucking nuts. That guy's talking to himself. He doesn't know or care what time it ever will be. And then you're like, oh, that person looks decent. True story, guys. Not trying to be funny at all right now. I, I am everything I'm telling you right now happened. Okay? Exactly the way I'm going to tell it to you. Not exaggerating for the for the sake of the story. I see a dude, clean cut, dressed nice, looked like he just stepped out of a fucking J. Crew or Banana Republic catalog. I even think he might have had a scarf, nice shoes. Like I said, clean cut guy. I was like, oh, this guy's got his shit together. Let me ask him. 
And I just, he's like five feet in front of me, not even, he's walking up. And I just go, excuse me, sir, uh, you know what time it is? And I swear to God, he just looks up at me like he wanted to fight me. And he just stared. And like this awkward thing, and then he just walks past me, doesn't tell me the time. So now I'm like, like squinting my eyes, like, did that just happen? And I'm looking at this guy. And when he gets five feet past me, I'm still looking at him. I see him pick his arm up and look at his watch. And I'm just like, what, is he going to yell it from there or what? And nothing. So this fucking guy just looked at me and then just kept fucking walking. Looked at me anger, look, angry, looked at me. And then just kept fucking walking. And then looked at his watch so he knew the time. And then just kept walking and said it. And it was one of the most fucking rude. It was so rude that I, for like 10 seconds, 5 to 10 seconds, I stared there. I I, I just stared. And just watched him. I was kind of stunned. And I just bursted out laughing how rude it was. I never seen anything like that. Where... It was like this clean-cut, normal-looking dude. And he just looked at me and kept... Well, I, wanted, I wanted to run up and be like, Dude, I asked you what time it was. Like, what the fuck? You fucking asshole. Like, the only excuse for that would finding out somebody that he loved had cancer or he just fucking left his girlfriend's house. You know? And she was like, Yeah, I'm fucking your friend. You know, something awful had to happen. You know? Or maybe she worked with clocks and he couldn't fucking handle it. I don't know. But this guy was such an asshole. Such a piece of shit. That I like nicely. I called a guy that was probably my age, maybe younger, sir. Excuse me, sir. Do you have the time? Looked up at me like the last thing he wanted to do was be bothered with me. And just kept walking. And then looked at his watch and just kept walking. Both funny and unacceptable. But what a dickhead. And I swear to God, part of me goes, dude, just run up to him and find out. Like, just be like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. What did you say? That's what I should have did. I'm sorry, dude, when you looked at your watch and you said it, I, I couldn't hear you. What time is it? Or fucking scare him. You ever see those fucking shows where somebody, like, does a prank show and they run up to someone on the street and the person on the street, just leave me alone, fucking scare him. I swear to God, I take pleasure in that. There's nothing better than a cocksucker who needs to be scared. You know what I mean? We were talking about David Letterman. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I, David Letterman was, it was always a, a show that you were like, wow, man, like, that'd be an honor to do. But David Letterman seemed very smug and like, you're not a happy guy. And I was like, he's probably really cool. And if he likes you and respects you, it's great. But he wasn't a happy guy and it annoyed me. And the thought of like being in a dark alley with him and scaring him. Like somebody just fucking running up on him in a dark alley and pinning him against the wall and putting the absolute fucking fear of God in somebody like that is actually satisfying to me. You know what I mean? I I just, anybody that's just not a nice person or somebody like that, that has never really had any kind of fucking fear. Because fear will change you. You know what I mean? Fear... Fear will knock, fear will humble and really knock out a lot of cockiness. 
and make you go, well, wait a minute. Things can go bad. I can get fucked up. I like that. And I know what you're thinking. I'm fucking nuts, but I'm not. I'm telling the truth. I like that. Because, because every once in a while, people need to come down to earth. You know, not just not just David Letterman. I'm just I just use that as an example. We were just talking a couple of comedians, and we were just talking about how the guy just didn't seem like the nicest guy in the world, and and you know he was not the happiest guy. He wasn't the nicest guy. He treated some people on his show, you know, not not that too respectful sometimes. And I just said, yeah, a guy like that, like you see him in a dark alley, you fucking scare him, put the fear of God him, things change. So I was just using that example. But anybody like that guy, that fucking walked past me looked at his watch, looked at me angrily, unless he thought I was fucking with him. Like, I don't know. Then I started thinking about, oh my God, did this guy get fucking, did this guy, you know, have the, the Jim Florentine thing happen? And I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's one of the funniest things ever. And the first time I saw it was outside the stand. So apparently, Jim Florentine did this thing which I heard everybody thought was one of the funniest things they've ever seen. I heard Patrice O'Neill, rest his soul, lost it. I know Rich Voss fucking lost it. I heard they were crying, laughing. But Florentine would do this thing where he'd walk up and go, excuse me, sir, sir, do you have the time? And as soon as the person started to like, like look down to give him the time, he would just march away fast. And it all happened in like one quick motion. So... And I never saw it until Rich Voss goes, did you ever see that thing? And I'm like, no. And Rich Voss did it. He walked up and he goes, excuse me, you have the time? And this guy stops and starts looking at his watch. And then as soon as Rich said, you have the time, he just started fucking walking away. And the guy's face was so confused, I, I was crying in a stationary store. I think I mentioned this story before. So maybe if this happened to this guy, but what are the chances that I'm out there alone and some guy's walking back? I doubt it. I think this guy was just an asshole, an unhappy guy. And I got to tell you something, when somebody says to you, hey, sir, excuse me, sir, right away, that means this person doesn't care about your age. They're giving you the respect to speak to you like a fucking human being and like an adult. And they're asking you for the time. And if you can't fucking stop in this society, how crazy and fucked up this world is with all kinds of attacks everywhere, you can't say to somebody that you're living in the same city with or that you're in the same state, excuse me, what's the time? And that you can't fucking have that, man. Fuck that guy. I fucking hope that guy gets a sexual transmitted disease or he fucking gets scared. People need to be scared. You know, just to fuck... I said that to a fucking lady in the audience once. I said, you know something, man? I, I don't want you to die. I said, you know something, ma'am? I don't want you to die. But I want you to get into a car accident. I said, I, at least a really fucking f- strong fender bender. I go, because you need to be, I go, bitch, th- I go, this bitch needs to cry. Sometimes arrogance needs to have that. I got fucking pissed at that asshole. Um, now here's my other unacceptable. This is my, now here comes my official unacceptable, okay? Then I'll get to your guys' unacceptables. I know uh, we don't have that many of your guys, but actually more on Twitter this week than we did on the um, on the emails. But I'll get to them all after. But here's my official unacceptable for TVE, episode 238. I'm in Macy's. I believe it was Macy's. It was either Macy's or... or, or it was Macy's... Was it... Fuck? It wasn't JCPenney. It was either Macy's, Lord & Taylor, or Nordstrom. But I'm... I am... 
Ah, oh, fuck. I want to say it's Macy's. Yeah, I think it was Macy's. Yes, it was Macy's. All right, so I'm in Macy's, and I was looking for uh, women's pajamas, okay? I wanted to buy my wife. My wife had mentioned one thing, and I tried to remember it because it's one of those things where they mention it in passing, and you're like, hey, I want to be the good guy. I want to get the fucking pajamas so she knows that. She could only mention it once around the holiday season, and she's going to get pajamas. So she wanted, like, comfortable, fleece-type, nice pajamas. And, you know, I was like, fine. I'm going to get you nice, good quality. You know, Macy's is a... I love Macy's. It's got great stuff in there. So I was like, look. I'm walking out. I was like, I'll ask a lady where it is. I'm looking around. I see there's clothes for here and there. But I don't really see the, you know, the, the women's pajamas and all that. So there's two women working. One lady was like folding sweaters or doing something. And I just said uh, to this other lady, this... Uh, you know, I would say older, mid-aged, maybe a little older, dirty blonde hair lady, not really attractive, looked like she could be mean or like, you know, cunty. But I just said, excuse me, um, do you know where I could find uh, women's pajamas? And she just goes, over there. And she points like far down, just in one direction. And then just goes back to what she's doing. So I'm like... What kind of fucking lazy shit is that? And it's the holidays, man. I love when around the holidays and people are like, oh, come here, I'll show you. I've, I've had that. I've actually had good customer service this holiday season so far. Uh, you know, oh, come here, I'll show you right here. Wh wh which type are you looking for? See, that's a fucking, that, and I don't care if it's her department or not. If it's not her department, she could say, oh, yeah, go down there, make a, make a right or whatever, and they'll tell you they have all different kinds. They're really nice. And if, and if she does work or if she does have the authority to go to that uh, department and help, she could be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Come here. Let me show you where they are. We have really nice ones. Are you looking for fleece? Are you looking for cotton? Are you looking for somebody? Nothing. This fucking mean-looking bitch just goes there and pointed. And now I'm like, okay, so your PMS or your bad day was now taken out on me? Because you just fucking pointed down? The store's like fucking three football fields long? All different types of floors and shit. And she just goes that way. So, I look around and I'm like, maybe she's right. Maybe, let's see. Let's see what that way means. I walk down that way. And when I walk down that way, I see, oh, look to the, to the left, nothing. Straight, nothing. Oh, to the right, I see women's pajamas. To the right. Okay. So, I go there. They have a nice selection. Excuse me. I'm like, great. Let's let's look. I look. Uh, I bought my wife a couple of things in that section. Got her the pajamas. I, everything was good. And in my head, I'm going, I'm going back. I'm going back to that woman. And I'm going to say, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, I got to tell you, in all honesty, uh, it really wasn't back there. You really gave me lazy directions because you said there. But... <clears throat> what I needed to do was really go there where you pointed to the back and then to the right. So, you know, it was just a really lazy thing to do, especially since it's busy and it's the holidays. You could have helped me out a lot more, but no worries. And then I was going to walk away. And the satisfaction I had, and I'm like, and I said to myself, I go, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're not fucking backing down. You're doing it. 
And I go, that's going to make my fucking day. It's going to make my mall experience. And it's going to let her know not to fucking do it again. It's going to, everybody wins here. Okay? And I know what some of you guys are thinking. And fuck you for judging me. Wow, this guy's nuts. This guy likes to fucking punish people when they do something wrong. No, I don't. I want fucking people to act the way they should fucking act. And not take it out on me. Because now, look, I'm fucking venting about it on my radio show, on my podcast. I'm venting about it, yelling at it, which means it's still stuck with me and pissed me the fuck off. And she's got no problem. She doesn't care. Because here's what happened. After I purchase it, I'm looking for her. Which already makes me nuts. Because now I'm stalking this fucking woman. Okay? And she was not attractive. She had that fucking... Like, she looked like... She really, I do, I'm doing this bit about how Hillary Clinton looks like a cunt. You know, she's got the cunty haircut, the cunty clothes. Like when you look like, when you, when you, when you hear, oh, she was a cunt and you try to put what a cunt face is, to me it's Hillary Clinton, especially with her hair back. It just says cunt. I'm, this is nothing to do with politics, right? And I've talked about it. This woman had that. There's categories of faces, you know, I think a woman has a beautiful face. I actually think there's three faces a woman has. There's a beautiful face. There's a pretty face. There's a cute face. Okay, that's with good looks. Then you got the the, the ugly face. And then you got the cunt face. Sometimes the cunt face doesn't have to be ugly. That's the weird thing. Sometimes you could look and go, she's a cunt, not that bad looking. I don't know if that makes any sense. I know some of you people understand and some of you people don't. And listen, I'm sorry. I know it's the holiday season. You shouldn't hear that word that much on the, on the, during the holiday season. I hope the kids aren't around. You know, I hope you guys aren't all sitting under your Christmas tree listening to this and, you know, you're a little behind, so you're listening to this. You're like, you know what, let's listen to Paul Verzi's Verzi Effect while we open up gifts. And you hear the word cunt. No. I'm just saying that's what this woman looked like. So now I'm, I'm, I'm walking around Macy's looking for her with my bags. And I walk to the spot where I first asked and I don't see her. And then I see a crowd of people. So I start walking to the crowd of people and I see her. And she's with two other employees in the middle of the cashier. And one side of the cashier is filled with people and the other side. And she's deep busy in folding shirts and this is 100% true, everybody. I swear to God. I remember this like vividly. And I'm just looking there. And I'm going, in order for me to tell her this, I would have to walk between two workers, through people, while she's folding a sweater, ringing somebody up at a cashier. And I would love to tell you I did. I was almost just going to fuck with you guys and go, yeah, and I did. And I went in the middle and I go, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I just stared there. It was so busy. It would have looked so nuts for me. I did find her. And I did walk to her. And if she was alone, I am telling you people right now, if she was alone with that same other employee folding sweaters, I would have went by and go, yeah, just so you know, it wasn't over there. That was a little lazy way to do it. I would have done that. I would have done that. The fact that there were people on both sides. I'm just being honest fact that there are people on both sides <coughs> excuse me of the register and she's folding sweaters and she's like it, I mean if she was like in this fucking holiday shopping craze it would have been absolutely nuts for me to do it and I just stared at her for a second I just watched her fold a shirt 
And in my mind, I'm going, you psychopath, why can't you just leave and let this go? And I go, you know something, she's got to live. I said, I, I just tried to do the thing where I rationalized. I go, she's got to live with herself. She's got to leave here knowing that she's got to come back the rest of the holiday season every day and do this. And I don't. You know what? Let her, maybe she had a bad day, maybe whatever. I don't know. And I just, I let it go and I walked away. But it was really unacceptable to just say that way because it showed she didn't give a fuck. She didn't care about those pajamas or helping me or helping a customer. She didn't care about that. She wanted a customer away from her as soon as possible because she knew she was about to fucking deal with a shitstorm that day. That's what it was. Absolutely unacceptable. Well, we're 44 minutes in. Let me get to your guys' unacceptables. Here we go. Guys, I'm not, you can't write this. I'm not joking. First one is from uh, Patrick. Um, I hope I say this right. Uh, Blowin? Blowin. Blowin. Patrick Blowin. Sorry if I got that wrong, Patrick. And the uh, subject is Jim Cunt. So there you go. Here we go. What's up there, Paul? My unacceptable may be a common one, but it's not about feet, farts, or uh, fucking cyclists. Okay. I can't tell if you're mad that we've had those on here. Uh, it's like, you know, it's not about the shit you talk about, but here's mine. I don't know. That's the way the tone was, or fucking cyclists. All right, but you sound angry, and we'll read it. Let's see what happens. Um, so I'm at the gym yesterday using uh, the cable machine. Uh, this short, older broad comes up to me uh, between sets and asks if she can jump in for a set. I'm not a dick, so I tell her to go for it. She jumps in, changes the height and weight and the pulley, does some fucked up exercise, uh, lets go of the handle, and walks away. She never even tried to put the stack and height back to where uh, it. Uh, I had it. I bite my tongue and carry on uh, resetting it myself. I do another set right after she comes back over, resets the height and weight, and does another fucked up exercise. She again drops the handle and walks away. I started fucking fuming. I blurted out, are you fucking kidding me? She just continues to walk away. Fuck that. I did my last set, removed the handles, put them across... (laughs) What? Put them across the gym on the storage rack, reset the pulley height to the very top... Uh, and the weight stack to the heaviest setting. Uh, then just step back a few feet to watch. That cunt comes back over, looks confused as she stares at me, tries and fails to reset the pulley height because she's <laughs> she was about uh, 4'9", and then asks if I could fucking help. I pointed to the ladder in the far corner of the gym and told her best of luck, walked away and continued my workout. Totally unacceptable. If you don't know gym etiquette, don't fucking go. Anyways, I'm off to smoke another one of your highly recommended Davidoff Nicaraguans with a scotch uh, at Blend Cigar. Oh, nice. At Blend uh, Cigar Bar. Oh, yeah, dude. Yes. I got you, Pat. Awesome. Unacceptable, by the way. That's great. No no manners. They don't care. No fucking manners at all. It's just bullshit, isn't it? It's fucking bullshit. Um, here we go. This one. It looks like it's from G. 
I got G here. Here we go. Unacceptable subway ride. Hey, Paul. Had to call out this unacceptable experience. I've been using public transportation for quite a while. That's where you went wrong. <laughs> and have been exposed to a wide range of fucked up shit. But while taking the C train from Manhattan to Brooklyn Monday morning, I was on the same train car as a bum who had been lying down on the seat asleep the entire ride. A stop away from my destination, this bum out of nowhere wakes up, scratches his head, walks across the car to the door across from me, and starts taking a full piss on the door. What? I, I was truly shocked and upset that this shit was going on at 9 a.m. on a heavily used main train route. I understand these people have nothing in the world, in this world, and most of them uh, suffer from issues out of anyone's control. But Jesus fucking Christ, I <laughs> I looked around and no one, no one person seemed shocked or bothered that this was going on. Uh, felt like I was dreaming. What could you do? I guess. Uh, New York City is definitely the most amazing place in the world to me, but it's unacceptable shit like this that ruins the image of the city. Put them in a fucking cage. Put them all in a fucking cage. Yeah, man, that's... Like, there's got to be... like. I actually think that trains and subways and all that... And thank you for the submission, G. It's an awesome one. I actually think that trains and subways and all that stuff need to have... Need to have, um, what's it called? Like some sort of cop or something there. Cop or conductor or both. Like just walking up and down. Keeping shit together. You know. I even think, and I think that that'll employ more people. Like, you know, being a subway cop. or You know, but being on the subway. Riding it. Walking up and down all night. Seriously, 4 o'clock in the morning. People feel safer. People ride the subway. No one. Instead, you know, it's just, it's not. It's, it's kind of scary and weird. And then the fact that this guy's just pissing there. I mean, somebody, somebody's got to be like, dude, stop that. Thank you for the submission. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, this is from Jared Miner. Hey, Paul, congrats on five years of podcasting. Uh, the album success, blah, blah. My unacceptable. I wish I wouldn't have taken, I wish I would have taken a picture, but I didn't, uh, but it didn't cross my mind at the time. I can paint uh, <laughs> a quick word picture, though. I was walking through the city, Philadelphia, with my lady. While walking down the street, I was so confused why, like 80% of the cars appeared to have parking tickets under the windshield wipers. They were envelopes with violation written across it. After seeing this for a few blocks, I stumbled upon one of these tickets on the ground, only to realize it was an ad. Oh, it was was an ad uh, scarring people into thinking... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at this at an angle, and I'm like scarring. What the fuck? Um, so I'm gonna read that last sentence again. So you're looking at the envelopes. It says violation across all of them. After seeing this for a few blocks, I stumbled upon one of these tickets on the ground, only to realize it was an ad scaring people into thinking they had a parking ticket to catch their attention. Am I wrong, or is that a douche move? Love the show and the album, Jared. Well, first of all, Jared, fucking you rule, dude. Thank you for the submission, and uh, thank you for the support. I'm glad you love the uh, album and the podcast. I uh, hope to see you at a show sometime. Um, yeah, that's a dick move, man. I mean, it, it it's, it's, it's good and bad. 
It's bad because on your walk, you're like, motherfucker, this sucks. And then you get there and you're actually psyched it is an ad and not a ticket. But either way, you got scared. So fuck those people. I'm so curious now to find out what the success rate on that dude who put those under the windshield wipers is. You know, if people are like, fuck that guy, I'm not doing it. If they're like, ah, that was kind of cool and funny. I thought I was out, you know, 30 or 60 or whatever, how much money it is. And now I'm not. I'm going to go check it out. I don't know. Um, Here we go. Let's see what we got. No, I think that's... We got this one here. All right. Jerry Gomez says, When your mother is kicking you... It says, Crazy mother and stupid brothers. When your mother is kicking you out of her apartment, talking shit about you to everyone she knows, kicking out her youngest son, who's 17... Paul, and she has a son who, about 30, still lives with his uh, mammy, blames all of his problems on the world. Another son is going to turn 21. He's in college, might I add, uh, that both don't work. The 30-year-old bum finished college, claims he can't find a job because he's a a fruit-like, if you want to because he's a fruit like if you want to piss off those people now uh now huh like bill said you got to be nice to those people now uh i don't what the fuck uh <laughs> this was all right uh me now 17 year uh me, dude I, i'm having a hard time reading this here all right let me let me try to let me try to back up here for a second okay so, your one brother, whatever, turned 21. He's in college. Might I add that both don't work. The 30-year-old bum finished college, claims he can't finish a job because he's a fruit. Like, if you want to piss off those people now, huh? Like Bill said, you got to be nice to those people now. Me now, the 17-year me. If you haven't noticed, she's kicking me out, calling me all sorts of bullshit. Uh, I enlisted in the military, Paul. Hopefully, by this time next year, I'm a fucking Marine. Now she's crying now because I'm going to leave soon. Uh, is like, bitch, what the fuck? I was this... All right, so you might have been drunk right in this, but I'm kind of getting the gist. I was this and that and that is this. Uh, and now, uh, wow, I was, all right, I was this and that and this, and I got to read the sentence again. I'm sorry for the people listening. I'm, I'm going to get this shit right, but I just, I, I, this is how it's written. I was this and that, and that is this, and now that I'm leaving, you're fucking crying, telling me because a chef or a cop man, Paul, put her ass in a cage, along with my bum-ass brothers. What you think of this bullshit? Sorry for the college thesis. I'm going to... College thesis. I'm going to try out uh, the restaurant you said in Greenpoint. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn. Hopefully try it out and give feedback on another unacceptable later. Well, Jerry, I think with this one, you either wrote this drunk or were so pissed off that you were just like, fuck this bum, fuck this, fuck that, she's crying now, I'm going to the military, I'm going to be a cop or a chef, fuck this, 
Either way, I feel your frustration. <laughs> I feel your frustration. You're 17, though, dude. I just hope for your sake, man. Like, don't do anything. Don't make any rat. Like, don't don't make any crazy decisions. Really sit down, talk to people that you love and trust. And if that's unfortunately not your brothers or your mother right now, try to find like an uncle or somebody out there to really kind of help you. Don't just be like, oh, I'm 17 and I got nothing to do, you know, and I'm just going to go fucking enlist. Like, I wouldn't do that. You know, I would, I would, um, I would really kind of find out if you have a passion for something that you really like before doing anything like that. And I feel your frustration, you know. Sometimes it's tough with family members. Sometimes, you know, you might be better off doing your own thing or staying somewhere else for a little a little bit. But I wish you all the best, man. I really do. And I hope it works out for you. Thank you for the submission. Thank you for um, listening to my show. And uh, I hope everything works out. And tell those guys uh, the Verzi Effect sent you when you go to uh, Ringo Levio in uh, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. All right, let's go to... Twitter here. Thank you guys for the submissions on the uh, Unacceptables uh, for TVE at Gmail. That, that's the website. Unacceptables for TVE at Gmail.com. All right. So let's go to Twitter because we have some Twitter Unacceptables here. Um, there's a few, I believe. Let's see here. Okay. Chris Frost at MM Frosty Boy. What dickhead programs a break room microwave with a max cook time of two minutes? Hashtag unacceptable. Hashtag my food should be hot. <laughs> or you're in a ca- in the cage. If, uh, thank you. That's funny and true. Uh, show has been on 10, I believe, right? Like 10 is the fucking number. Josh Sellers at Joshua D. Sellers. Uh, just got this at my job Christmas party. I'm sure HR is going to love it. And it is a sign that says the bearded clam raw bar, always sweet and juicy. And it's like a plug-in light <laughs> that's on your desk. That's fucking hilarious. Thank you for the submission. Um, let's see, man. I Yes, Scott Clark said, uh, I hope you ship your... Uh, at Scatman, Scatman, S-K-A-C-M-A-N, all capital. Hope you ship your posters to Canada. If I need to pay, no, I will ship it to Canada. No worries about that. Uh, do we have any more? I thought there was more. I'm just going to go look through here. I know, I know we're running on, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, Sasha McGrath says, Hi, Paul, big fan uh, from Malta. Wow, I suspect I'm not only a listener from faraway land. Keep it up. Okay, I thought there was, said hashtag unacceptable. No, here we, here we go. Gary Barton at G Barton 1000 and the G and the B are capital. 50,000 homeless veterans, but politicians will promise to bring in refugees to boost popularity. It's a joke, unacceptable, don't vote. Yeah, man, you know, I was talking to a buddy yesterday and I was like, things are so fucking bad, man, with these people. Like, I'm just waiting for somebody that's going to make sense and that you believe in, like we talked about on the last show. And, like, it's just really fucking sad right now. And I I don't know, man. These, these guys, this is a fucking shit show. Uh, TJ Henderson, at... 
T.J. Henderson uh, went around the line and blocked right turn lane and the entrance to parking lot. Unacceptable. Put him in a cage. And he shows a picture of, um, you know, the the lane. <clears throat> the lane is blocked and he can't get through the entrance to the parking lot. Thank you for the submission, uh, TJ. Here we go. Uh, Abby Mayer at Abby Mayer uh, OTSC. Uh, here we go. She said, fuck... I'm the human version of a Christmas cookie. Paul Verzi would turn this unacceptable. Uh, would term this unacceptable. Uh, I agree. Is there a? Is there a? That wasn't the, okay. I didn't see a picture though. So you just okay? You're just tweeting at me. Something happened. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm. I'll fucking. Hashtag unacceptable. You guys are gonna see that on this poster. And, um, oh, hold on. There's, I got something else I want to talk about, but here we go. Let me just find that one. Shit. How the fuck did I lose it? I was sitting right there with it. Did I fucking lose? Okay, there we go. Then where's the fucking... I'm sorry, guys. I, I, okay, that was that one. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. I'm sorry. This is from Daryl Harris at D. Harris uh, Photo G. Uh, I know it was your childhood, but you're 40 now. Buying Star Wars buying Star Wars toys is unacceptable. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I did that. Uh, yeah, Daryl. You know what? I think... That if you're a diehard Star Wars fan and you have an office and you want cool shit in your office, the two things I think you could get would be like something for your desk or like one of those like R2-D2 little like statues like, or like a statue of something. But I got to tell you, the lightsaber, the new lightsabers that actually make the noise and fucking glow like that, those are the shit. But I hear what you're saying. Like, getting the action figures and lining them up and, like, doing all that stuff. And, like, uh, I think it's more of, like, maybe, like, a nostalgia piece, like, to put on your desk or something like that. But I hear you. But um, I actually want to get... My son is so into it. So if he gets a lightsaber, I'm going to get a lightsaber and fucking just drive my wife nuts making the noises with it. Uh, let's see if there's any more now. Yes, this is from... Uh, Matt DeLuna at Matt D-E Luna, L-U-N-A. Some animal left their gum on the floor in the store. Hashtag unacceptable. And it's a picture of this fucking big green gob of gum. Glob of gum just on the floor. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Thank you for the submissions. I think we're done. Let's see. Going back. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're done, everybody. So that's the unacceptables. Thank you guys for your submissions. Uh, got some more stuff to talk. Let's see where we are on time. Time was got to be close to an hour. Whoa, we are over an hour. Shit. Where did the time go? Again, I apologize about my voice on this one, guys. I'm a little fucking... I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fucking struggling through this one a little bit as far as my voice. Having fun, though. Having fun talking. Wasn't going to not give you one, all right? Wasn't going to not give you one. Unless I was fucking really like fevering up or, you know, really bad. But, um, 
let's talk a little football here. The Giants pulled that game out against Miami, which they had to do. Eli Manning, what was he, four touchdowns? Yeah, it was four touchdowns, zero interceptions, 300 and something yards. Odell Beckham Jr. is just, I haven't seen this shit since Randy Moss. This is Randy Moss type shit. This kid is on a whole other level. I'm so fucking happy and excited the Giants have Odell Beckham Jr., man. I want him to be a Giant for his whole career. It is so fun to watch. I'm just afraid the Giants are hanging in there just long enough to break my heart. Just, you know, just hanging in there to tie the, you know, the fucking... The East, uh, the NFC East, is just keep it tied until, oh, guess what? They didn't make it because they fucking lose a tiebreaker because they can't win a fucking division game. You know, that's, that's my, um, that's my fear. How about your boy Chris Stops? Przingis. Last night, seven blocks. Beat, uh... Beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Does Kevin Garnett even play anymore? He was just on the bench. I don't know. Was he hurt? But that Towns kid is really good. He scored 25. I think he had like 25 and 11 or something like that. He's really good. Um, and uh, Przingis didn't shoot well. Still had double-digit points. Seven blocks. The guy is just a fucking menace on the court. Dude, he's awesome. And um, I'm really happy. So that that was good. They got to get their shit together, but I don't know if I'm buying Derek Fisher. I don't know if I'm buying him. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. Get one more piece and get down on the side, and let's fucking do this, Phil. Um, Anything else in sports? I don't know. The Patriots won again. I'll tell you what I did. I, I'm really, I can't wait for it. Yesterday, I shot something at AOL. I was down in the city all day. And uh, was it yesterday? Was it fucking yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. No, it was two days ago. I shot something for AOL, and I'll just give you a hint. Because it's going to come before Christmas, and it's a really, really funny sketch where I played a Browns fan. And I got to tell you, there was crying involved and funny stuff, and uh, that's coming out, and I'm looking forward to it. Um... It's a shame they couldn't get Jason Lawhead, my buddy, who's a, a big-time Browns and Cleveland fan, and he's had a lot of, obviously, disappointment and fucking terrible things happen and a losing tradition, so him doing it would have been great. But I think I, I think I nailed the part, so we'll see what happens. But you guys will see that uh, for two-point lead, which, you know, if you guys have saw two-point lead was where we did the Housewives stuff and we did the, you know, comedian settling arguments. You could check all that stuff out on AOL two-point lead. But... Um, yeah, they cast me in something else, and I had a really good time doing it. Um, so, uh, as far as movies and Star Wars, huh? I'm going tonight, everybody. I'm going to see Star Wars tonight. Old buddy of mine who I haven't seen in a while said, Hey, we're going to be in your neck of the woods. That's what they said to me. We're going to be in your neck of the woods over there. And we're going to a like 11 o'clock showing of this, and there's an extra ticket do you want to come? And I said, you know something? I think that'll work. Uh, so I haven't seen a couple of these guys in a long time. So I was like, let's fucking do it. So I'm going to go see it again. And I'm going to see it again at a birthday party. So I'm already I'm already locked into seeing Star Wars in the theater twice. 
And that's probably at the minimum because I'm probably going to have to see it again. We were watching Jedi. We were watching, um, you know, we were watching, what was it? Yeah, we were watching Jedi last night and then before Empire. Empire is the best one. I was wrong. I used to say Jedi, but it's not. As far as the originals, Empire Strikes Back is hands down the best one. I go in the order of Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, the original Star Wars. But I got to tell you, the third one, where he becomes Vader, that was a good one too. That was actually a good one. There's some good fights, and I think the transformation, what I like in that one is the transformation of Anakin into Vader. I know this is nerdy shit to talk about, but Darth Vader is the fucking man. He's the best. He's the best. Vader's the best. But when Anakin starts killing people and like he just is like, fuck it, I'm in, and he starts getting angry, dude. I I mean that that was awesome. So I'm going to see that. I heard JJ Abrams from what I'm hearing, he did it. He did it. That's what I'm hearing. Word on the street is he did it. So we will see. Um, as far as plugs, everybody, I will be in, um, where am I going to be? I'll be at the stand the day after Christmas, 8 and 10 o'clock shows. Um, I believe I'm hosting those. Yeah, I'm hosting those, I think. And then I am uh, New Year's Eve, the big show, the Four Horsemen, me, Bill Burr, Jason Lawhead, Joe Bartnick, We'll be doing two shows at the Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles on New Year's Eve. It's going to be the shit. Also, January 30th, get tickets. If you're in the Poughkeepsie area, there's a new club, I'm being told, called Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie. I will be doing that January 30th, so get your tickets for that. I think those are available now. Just go to Google and put in Laugh It Up Comedy Club Poughkeepsie, and you should be able to see that and get tickets for that. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for all the purchases on the CD and, uh, and, the um, poster. Thank you for dealing with my voice and me being a little under the weather on this one, but I had to get it out to you guys. Uh, I had fun with it, went quick, so I think it's a good one. I think you'll enjoy it. What the fuck else were you going to do? Are you going to really listen to this and fucking complain? Yeah, you know, Verzi was fucking, you know, he wasn't really feeling well and I didn't like the way his voice was. He's drinking his fucking tea. Or, or, or that or nothing, all right? I can't stand dickheads like that. I know some of you guys. I know that. Listen, it is what it is. Ninety percent of you guys, maybe ninety-five percent of my listeners are good, but there's always a small percentage of cunts. There is. There's a small percentage of you guys who's gonna find something wrong, who's gonna say this, who's gonna say that, you know, and just be an asshole. Don't. Don't be that way. And yes, uh, some of you guys reached out to me about uh, doing some graphic design on some t-shirts. So, um, you know, I'm going to be looking at that stuff. And thank you so much for that. Also, some of you guys reached out to me about advertising on the show. Um, so I'll be talking to you about that. So just, you know, stay in touch, stay in tune. Thank you guys so much. Um, for other dates and stuff like that, you could go to paulverzi.com. All right, check out Gonzo Fame. And again, congratulations to Dave Gavry on 700-plus shows in December. Um, I mean, in December. That'd be fucking nuts. In um, uh, in 2015, I should say. Congratulations, David. 
Um, check out All Things Comedy and go to paulverzi.com for more dates. Go to my um, Twitter at paulverzi. That's V I R Z I. You could see the you know you could see the post and all that stuff on there and everything. And uh, that's it, everybody. Until uh, the next one, I am out of here. Thank you guys so much.